Welcome to the Conquer Your Battlefield podcast, where we come together to discuss some of the more significant struggles and metaphorical battlefields that we've faced along our journeys and share some insight on how we've conquered them. I'm Jaden McGinney, and today I'll be chatting with the epic, the commanding, always smiling and supportive Jimmy Malteus of Crimson Shadows. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing well, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. It's, uh, it's raining here in lovely uh, middle of nowhere, Ohio. And uh, there's uh, the coronavirus going on. <laughs> How's stuff in Canada? Uh, things are good. It is a, a nice sunny day. It's uh, actually had really nice weather for the last like three, four days. And uh, yeah, also coronavirus numbers are going up because of the Delta <laughs> variant in Toronto. So oh, yeah, that's happening here too. I, I know they're supposed to be like labeling everything after like uh, in like the, the, the Greek alphabet, but I just, something deep inside of me just thinks that they're just naming it after like the airline. <laughs> it's Delta. Speci- specifically. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't uh, had the pleasure uh, to fly with Delta, but I uh, have heard stories. You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word on it. So today we're going to be talking about anxiety. Uh, according to the ADAA, Anxiety is the most common mental disorder in the United States, affecting 40 million people, or uh, about 18% of the entire population, annually. Uh, Globally, anxiety affects about 284 million people every year, which uh, makes it the most common mental disorder in the entire world. Also, according to the ADAA, only about 36% of people in the United States with anxiety seek treatment which is, if you think about it, is a really low number. Uh, Jimmy, speaking to you privately in the past, you know, we, we both talked about our experiences with our own struggles with anxiety and how we, uh, we've shared similar dispositions to uh, the seeking of professional help. So what is it that finally convinced you to face your personal struggles head on? I don't know. I guess like anybody really comes to a point really you know it's like I wouldn't say it was like a rock bottom or anything like that I certainly I was lucky enough not to experience anything like that but I guess like I just had a moment of just being really upset all the time about things I couldn't control and I would just like uh, they call it catastrophizing where like you kind of like think about one bad thing and then it kind of just like steamrolls into a whole bunch of other stuff and when you kind of kind of a giant ball of catastrophe yeah yeah you just lose you lose sight of like what was originally bothering you because now you're like oh but then there's this and then there's this and then there's this but regardless I've always done this and I mean like I'm in my late 30s and I've been doing and I've been doing this for at least 20 years probably probably longer but on for the, the point of like actually like going to therapy was there was just like a moment of like just getting fed up with it all and just thinking like there's got to be a better way. Like there has got to be, I know that there are so many people who go through life who don't deal with this type of stuff. And honestly, there's got, there's got to be a better way to go through life to not thinking about this. And, you know, I don't really have an ego with like that type of stuff. So I understand like what you were saying earlier that like lots of people don't, uh, seek help um obviously there's like you know whatever people's feelings are about like the whole medical field and stuff like that but also i think a lot of it has to do with ego where it's like you don't you know i can control me i don't need someone else to control me but i don't i don't have a problem with that that type of stuff so i just yeah i, I went online and tried to find a psychologist that was good for me and i just went from there i mean that's it 
it seems like you're very uh you had a very self-aware moment like a moment of clarity just kind of like especially after you know 20 something years or like you know, basically your entire adult life you know being a very certain way <clears throat> that you were like you know maybe maybe there's something that i can do to change this because you you realized you know you weren't happy in the way that you were like behaving and reacting to things yeah and uh, there there's a there's a book that i read i think i mentioned it to you uh when we first started talking called unwinding anxiety and that's that's one of the the first things that they bring up in the book is uh, learning to be self-aware and it's like recognizing when you're in those like anxious stages or if you're like feeling uh like anger you feel you know like some sort of like intense anxiety related you know emotion to kind of stop yourself be aware of it and kind of make a note of how you physically feel how you mentally feel and kind of just go from there and you know like that kind of gets the ball rolling and it sounds like you you were able to do that you know by yourself yeah yeah it was um it's like, like I said, usually like when the anxiety like actually hits and stuff like that, you're really just hyper-focused. You're in the moment and mm. you know, you're, you're, I would argue that you're, you're having a panic attack. Like when you're having, when you're really, really anxious, like if you think about like the symptoms you get when you have a panic attack and think 100%. about like how you act when you're really, really anxious, you're probably, probably having a panic attack as well too. So to say that like, you have definitely. the capacity, you have the capacity to think clearly when you're having a panic attack is that's a lot. Yeah, can't. it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It doesn't 100%. happen. So like, however, when you're on the come down of that panic attack, like when you usually it's like feelings of like guilt and stuff like that, like afterwards, like when you look back and you're like, God damn, I'm like, I'm such an idiot or something like that. But in part of like that come down, part of it was like a thought of God, there's got to be a better way of going about this. Like, I, it's just because like, you know, you keep doing it yourself. You try different ways in yourself, but at the end of the day, I was, uh, I came to the conclusion that I couldn't figure it out myself. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's, you know, speaking from a personal perspective and talking to other people in general and just like reading interviews or just like, you know, hearing, you know, word of mouth, I think a big issue that a lot of people have when it comes to seeking the help of a professional is like, there is there is that bit of like a like you said like an ego thing there's like a there's a stigma against going to see somebody and admitting that like there's something wrong that you can't fix on your own and like especially in metal especially <laughs> in metal which is weird because you know it's such a supportive community i don't know like I, i'm assuming that you you've you've you yeah you know, yeah i mean of course of course like metal's like super supportive but it's also about like being tough and you know yeah, it's like, like i am strong yeah. i am strong i am the one like tough tough yeah. guy shit you know vikings. Stuff like that. exactly you know yeah. vikings don't talk about their feelings vikings like you know get mad and fight you know yeah but, you punch it out and have a beer afterwards exactly but real life doesn't work like that or at least past a certain age it doesn't work <laughs> like that <laughs> in most places yeah in most places. yeah first rule of fight clubs you don't talk about fight clubs what are we even talking about what are exactly. you talking about but, <laughs> yeah so I, like i definitely think that that stigma of you know against it like if you if you admit that there is something wrong that you need help the, the stigma is that like oh like there's something wrong with you when the truth is that it really isn't uh i was reading another statistic earlier that uh i think it was in canada um by the age of 40 i think it said or something like that i could be wrong uh by the age of 40 like majority like about 50 percent of people will have had some sort of uh 
struggle or conflict with like a mental health disease, whether it's like anxiety, depression, you know, so on and so forth. So it's like half the population of one country is dealing with, you know, some sort of, you know, mental health thing. It's a very common thing. It's like, you know, the statistics of you being born a man or a woman, you have a 50, 50 chance. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, even though if, if you have like, even though like 50% of like the population may suffer from it, you also have to consider it from like a cultural perspective. Like there are lots of, lots of cultures where like, you know, seeking help for yourself is considered like a sign of weakness. Yeah. So that's, and plus you have that like integrated with, with other, who knows, like other environmental factors, like family or other or friends who knows like what these there are lots of people who aren't lucky enough to have like supportive circles around them and uh so yeah or, or even if you do you are lucky enough to have like supportive circles uh, a lot of people i think just aren't educated on how to deal with uh certain things like if someone does open up and go hey i have this mental health thing i think a lot of people are like i don't know how to react to that yeah well like, i mean mental health is really only if i i mean like I said, I'm I'm in I'm in my late 30s, and I certainly didn't talk about that stuff when I was a kid. Oh yeah, no, not like, not even a little bit. Like I graduated high school, and we at, straight up did ne never talked about anxiety or depression yeah. or the, mo the most even, guy even like things like eating disorders, which like now affect kids all over the place. Dude, but they didn't even talk about any of that stuff. Dude, None of it. We got one thing. We got like a mandatory health class for like half a year for one year in high school to be like here. Here's anxiety and bulimia. By the way, feel good about yourself. You don't nope. feel good, talk about it. And then that was about it. Yeah, yeah, no, we didn't get anything like that. Not at all. So yeah, that's also like part of it. Like, you know, like the the generation younger than us, um, although they obviously have to deal with like separate stressors that we didn't have to deal with, like social media or anything like oh, that. Yeah. That that being said, um, <clears throat> it is it is good that they are being made aware of these things. So like, you know, these problems, you know, you don't have to wait till you're like me. You're like an adult and have to deal <laughs> with this crap. You can deal with it when you're when you're a lot younger. Yeah, I, I as as difficult as it is still like to this day, I, I think that the, the stigma is definitely going away. Cause uh, yeah, you know, just like, like anything. Yeah, yeah. Like with like our parents' generation or like our grandparents' generation, like you didn't talk about nothing. No. Like, you know, it, it's, you know, it's not uncommon to hear like someone from like our generation, you know, like had an abusive parent that just like beat the shit out of them. And it's was, like, Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, and I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> Domestic abuse was kind of just a yeah. thing in the 50s, you yeah. know? Like, and like what? when we were growing up in like the 80s and 90s, it's like it's it was still very much a thing. And I, oh, I think, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Think at this point, like <laughs> starting with our, I would say starting with like our parents to like us is when like the biggest changes started really like, like hitting, like coming around. Because like at this point, we're just like, you know what? Really shouldn't be uh, taking out your, you know, whatever but, you're dealing like, you with could, on other people. You could catch a beating from a teacher back in the day, like, Dude. and then, and then if you caught a beating from a teacher, you go home and your parents saw that you got the crap kicked out of you by your teacher, and then you catch another beating because oh, you obviously <laughs> did something to deserve it. Like, it's like, man. yeah, how dare you? How dare you write with your left hand? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, that actually even a happened thing? to me? That happened to me in kindergarten. Teacher really? took it out of my hand and put it in the right hand. Yeah. And I dude. am right-handed now. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, my grandmother was literally the same thing. She went to like a Catholic, uh, like whatever school. Yeah, I went to cat. I went to Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what is it? It's just well, it's like the it's bad, it? bad left. You know, left is like I, the I'm devil's not too hand sure. or whatever. I don't know something, something that they made up. 
whatever. <laughs> See, if they had just let you be uh, be left-handed, like you would have stayed away from the devil's music. Sure, sure, <laughs> whatever, whatever puts you to bed at night. <laughs> uh, so, how do you feel? Uh, now that you ended up going through therapy, I'm assuming you went for uh, a while. You were going for a yeah. couple of months. I went. I went for. I went for like uh, 12, 12 weeks. Oh wow. Yeah. And you you feel that having that uh, actual professional insight uh, helped guide you past like a roadblock that you had. I, f- I felt so also too because it's like um, the thing with me especially is like it's a lot easier to be honest with somebody like you don't know so you don't have to worry about any any of like that judgment or anything like that like you don't you have to worry t- about the, like harming a relationship you can just be like whatever's yeah, on your you head just tell on your mind, you just, just say. tell them like what you think or like how you feel and you don't care about how the person judges you also too because like you have that professional aspect about them where like like this may sound cold but like if you don't get along with your therapist or if you're not driving with them just fire them and get another one like it's yeah it's not like you don't you're not obligated to like it because like you sat down and talked with somebody for an hour and if it doesn't work out that's fine yeah. just Dude, get somebody a good else. therapist will say that to you It'd be like listen we're here to see if this works like but some people they just feel like you know like they feel like the inner pressure exactly and you know and if they have like a non uh uh, what am I thinking of? Like a non-confrontational personality. Mm-hmm. They kind of just like always go with the flow type thing. They don't want to reject somebody. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, but I mean, at the end of, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I went through, I had to message like five different people, like a couple of them just like outright told me that they're like, Oh, tell me like what the issue is. You write it in like an email and you wrote like, like two paragraphs, to these people. And they were like, essentially like, we don't, we don't deal with what, with what is ailing you and i was like oh that is interesting i was like i was not aware that that was a thing that people could say (laughs) but okay that's i appreciate you telling me instead of like wasting my time right but then again i did more research into like um like uh like cognitive behavioral therapy and like um what what, there's another called like act as well Uh, ACT. Yeah, I don't remember what the other one was. Yeah. Cognitive yeah. behavioral therapy is basically Six. recognizing the behavior and like retraining yourself. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's like I said how before we're like, you can't really control how you feel like during like a panic attack. But like when you when you analyze it after the fact, you can use cognitive behavioral therapy to realize, okay, like that was my trigger. My mind immediately went to this and then I catastrophized this thought. And then this is where I, I fell down like the slope. This is like, where I got really pissed off and stuff like that. And then you look back on it and then you're like, like, I really shouldn't have really shouldn't have done that. But, well, you know, at the beginning, you said that um, you, you, you were dealing with anxiety and then what you first identified as anger issues. Yeah. I was pissed all the time. So what was it exactly that, you, you know, you were turning into just anger? Um general like when things didn't go my way like whenever i would pl- it's like i would unconsciously plan things in my head the way i wanted them to go and if they didn't go that way it wasn't always one thing but like like i said it could it could be like something like so dumb as like oh i'm i'm trying to go into this place and this person like slammed the door in my face or something like that and they're like okay and then you're 
you could be driving and then like it's not the first person that cuts you off but it's like the fifth or sixth person that like sends you sends you over the edge like type thing gotcha. where i just i was just angry all the time and then my anger was i was actually like giving myself like panic attacks and just from like little things setting you off yeah like little things setting me off but like I mean, there has to be like a point where like, if you get set off like six, seven times in a point of you being awake for, you know, 15, 16 hours in a day, like, come on, man. Like there's, there's gotta be a better, there's gotta be a better way of like doing this. I mean, they have those, like the monks that kind of just like are happy and like meditating (laughs) all the time. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's, yeah. Give me, give me what they got type (laughs) stuff. Like, that's what I want. I want that Zen type stuff, but it's, it does not work like that. (laughs) So what is it that you feel has helped you the most? Like besides obviously getting the help of a professional and doing like your own research, but what physical like practices uh, that you've, have you been implementing since? I'm a lot, I'm starting to get like a lot better at realizing what my triggers are of things that, that really like make me upset and stuff like that. And immediately as soon, there are certain things like specifically I'll, as soon as I feel myself, I've kind of trained my brain to just be like, hold on a second and just stop, take a quick breath, analyze the situation. Does this really matter? Like um, certain things are like problems, problems that like, um, it's maybe like a, kind of like a weird, weird phrase, but like if, if, uh, if a problem doesn't, how is it? Sorry. If, if it's not a problem tomorrow, is it worth worrying about now? I like type, that type type thing. So like, uh, you know, the person like cuts you off and yeah, it sucks. And yeah, it pisses you off. And yeah. That person like put your life in danger. Like be real with yourself. Are you going to remember it in five minutes from now? Probably Most likely not. not. Yeah, exactly. So like, just let it go. And honestly, that's that's the big ego thing that i had a problem with was like letting it go especially by being a confront a confrontational person in my in my younger days when stuff when stuff like that would happen would you uh would you find would you hold it like like as a personal attack against you kind of a thing sometimes yeah i would definitely like uh it's like you you have like the intentions of others you you they you're just perceiving a situation, but you've applied intent to something where it's like, I think there's like a, a phrase like don't, uh, don't confuse maliciousness with stupidity. Like yeah. sometimes be like, this person's out to get me. And you're like, really? Or yeah, they're just, they're like, just not paying, Yeah. Like, <laughs> are they just like kind of dumb and just like not paying attention? Like it's really yeah. not personal type stuff like that. And you know, that, that took me a while because like, yeah, you know, every, everything is like a, a personal attack everything was like setting me off so yeah i, I totally i understand that <laughs> uh, when uh being you know being in a band and, and whatnot like you guys are you know obviously when covid's not around you guys are like on the road quite a bit and that's obviously like how how you and i met was on tour yeah did you ever feel that uh that like those kind of like feelings ever like showed up on the road or like got in the way or hindered you know the band dynamic or uh hindered uh just tour life in general i i would i'd say so i think for like for me personally like i would notice moments where i was 
a lot more irritable. But I mean, like, you know, you're on the road, you're sleeping in a van, you haven't showered for a few days, you're not eating the best meals or getting steady sleep. Especially so yeah. if you're touring in the United States and it's just fast food everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's not really that much different from Canada. Canada just has much longer drives in between places. And you have poutine everywhere. <laughs> yeah, mostly now. Yeah, it's a lot more. It's a lot more widespread. So that's good. That'll keep you. So that'll, that'll keep you some sustenance. <laughs> It'll keep you alive. But, Food yeah. of the gods. But um, but yeah, no, I would definitely uh, definitely have like retrospect moments of like looking back on it. We're like, yep, I was definitely the asshole there. Shouldn't or like, you know, definitely ran my mouth off here when like I shouldn't have like wasn't anything that would ever get me into like any physical problems or anything like that. But it was, but it was more like a so, situation where it was still a, yeah, like I was, was fucking wrong. I was definitely I was definitely wrong. I was definitely wrong. And I should I should have uh, it shouldn't it shouldn't have got to that point, but it did. So, so after coming to the realization of like what, you know, what was really going on and like realizing that a lot of this was just learned behavior from, you know, whatever, you know, whatever instigated the lesson for you to like pick up those, those traits, mm-hmm. you know, from like when you were a child, have you felt, have you approached, uh, you know, people like your loved ones, your friends and whatnot to be like, Hey, you know, and like kind of like opened up about it to be like hey like, i understand this is really what i was doing you know like this is me kind of having like an awakening have you had like that heart to heart with them yeah yeah no like i'm still i'm still i'm always working on myself and always trying to just be a better person than i was before which you know some days i'm better at it than others but uh not really i'm not really the type to just volunteer that type of information just out but if i do notice people struggling with certain types of things or if somebody is uh feels comfortable enough to open up to me about stuff like that then certainly i'll be like yeah you know i've been there too yeah i've done it but i'm certainly not the type to like (laughs) just try and try and uh stop everybody and and let them and let them know like what you're I not going to be like hey roger i just went through this crazy thing you know i just want to open up no. and say how you doing no sorry no. for being a dick last week <laughs> not necessarily like that but i'm also pretty good at catching myself when i'm if i'm being a dick like like talking about it before like really like steady touring was was a few years ago so how i was then to how i am now i'm certainly a much better person and then hopefully three four years from now a much better person than i am now yeah well that's the goal is to always try and be the exactly. you know, the best version of ourselves and always just kind of keep trying to you know get better and better yeah just try exactly that at least like at least if you're trying then you're going to you'll see some progress and then the more you know it's just like playing an instrument you know you suck in the beginning but the more you keep at it the more you you get better at it eventually and then before you know it, it'll just be second nature and that'll just be something something that you just do you know yeah especially when you're you know the goal is to retrain your uh you know behavior that you've learned you know from your most formative years and you have to be like stop and then you know retrain to like what the new response you know you want it to be you know, it, it definitely takes uh some time exactly yeah because most of the time like when people can't deal with stuff they just like turn to substances whatever yeah. whichever substance it may be there's a myriad of them that do a myriad of different things but like you know sometimes just pick one that works for them and then they just do that and dive into that instead of just getting themselves some help well there, there's uh there's been like a bunch of 
uh, was it research and like studies showing like a really close link between anxiety and addiction. Yeah, it's, it's like I believe you, had, it. you have like that that really intense feeling of like you're worrying about something or you're, you're afraid of something, and like just just to have that that initial release, you either go for you know like alcohol, drugs, even if it's just food. You know, people who like exactly you know, overeat. You have that. Uh, like with, with sweets, you have that initial like really quick release of oh my god, this tastes delicious, and like your body gets like the sugar rush and like oh great, but like you know, I can that... even go the other way too, where people do like really healthy stuff and then they get like addicted to working out and eating right and stuff like that, and then it's just like a point of like you need to calm down, man. Like you you're doing like two a days and three a days, like yeah. what's what's going on? Calm yeah, down. Don't uh, don't give yourself a heart attack or like a, an aneurysm, an embolism. Exactly. Exactly. One of They're those both brain bad. things. They're both bad. <laughs> Aneurysms for the brain. <laughs> they both get you dead. Don't yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy, for taking the time to sit down, chat, and share some of your, you know, the deep insight of some of your uh your journey. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Hopefully, uh hopefully it helped uh anybody anybody at all listen to it i don't know <laughs> yeah well that's that's kind of hopefully the goal i think you know the more we share the more it'll it'll help everyone else feel like less alone and less like they're kind of just dealing with something on their own because yeah. I, I i honestly think that no matter what we're never actually truly alone no absolutely absolutely not but like you know you always you think you are you think that like no one's thinking about you but especially in a time of social media like yeah there's always there's always places you can uh, reach out to. And there's still, there's so many uh, anonymous stuff that's like available on the internet where you can, you just talk to anybody if you just need to talk. It's out there. It's out there if you're looking for it. Yeah, there's information. There's, you know, ways to connect with people. They even have uh, like basically like uh, websites where you can do just digital like therapy sessions. What is it? There's yeah. like uh, this Better Help, which is one of the bigger ones. There's, uh, there's like two or three other like bigger ones that are like the, you know like the competing like companies but like you can literally just you know have access to that for like affordable you know in your pajamas which is yeah absolutely and it can exactly there's there's so much stuff in today's day and age that can really help you out so yeah definitely uh if you're feeling if you don't feel uh too good uh the internet is certainly a wealth a wealth of knowledge that uh, you should check out. And there are lots of people out there who genuinely want to help. So, yeah. I agree. So thank you again for taking the time to chat. And thank you to everyone who uh, has tuned in to watch this episode. If anyone out there, uh, anyone watching, finds that they are struggling with their mental health, please, please do not be afraid to reach out to any of your friends or family or a mental health professional. Uh, I will have a link in the description of this video that will have some uh, further information on and some ways to connect with, uh, with those professionals. Until next time, remember that you have the strength to conquer your battlefield.